Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of the Big Dumb Inquiries podcast. Uh... I'm Kyle. I'm the host, one of the hosts. Uh, I, I didn't plan this intro very well, so I'm in anyway. I'm just gonna hand it over to my co-host Shane. What's going on, brother? Hey, you know, same shit, different day. I'm Shane from uh, Inquiries of Our Reality, broadcasting in the same place where uh, you know my cat almost killed me two episodes ago. But you know, that's how it is. Oh, dude, I forgot about that. <laughs> the, the microwave or the toaster oven almost came crashing down on your face. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, and then we have a, a, a returning guest tonight. Uh, we had so much fun last week uh, with our guest that we had to bring him back on for, uh, you know, some more conversations. So, uh, Loomis, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me on again. And I'm happy to be here to, to continue our conversations. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that we can, uh, you know, based on last week, I kind of based my topic off of last week a little bit. But I'm curious to see what you all have going on. Uh, as far as topics goes, but before we get into that, how's everyone doing? Shane, did you have a good week? Uh, any any news we should be aware of? Uh, you know, just hanging out, uh, same shit, different day, not in a bad way. Uh, making new podcasts every day. Uh, just opened up the merch store for anybody that's interested in some big dumb inquiries. Oh, Send me merch. the. We'll put the link in the description. Yeah, absolutely. I got to get a shirt too. It's my show. I should get a fucking shirt. <laughs> dude, I want to see what your shirt would end up looking like too. Of course, because I feel like they'd be different. <laughs> and uh loomis any any news how's how's the island treating you oh better than it was during covid are you guys uh, finally starting to open up a little bit yeah no everything's kind of back to normal now good but uh yeah it's i mean if you walk around society it's like 70 to 80 percent mask wearers still 
it's extreme here. That's why but, I um, didn't go. That's why we didn't choose Hawaii for our honeymoon. We're going to go to Mexico, yeah, well, Mexico instead because you know, it's like the Wild West down there. Yeah, it, it's it's um, it's unbelievable what people got to. But as far as this week went, um, I've been really into podcasting a lot lately. Uh, been on quite a few shows this week and did a live stream yesterday, the System Tentacles uh, two-hour presentation. And I just finished 198 and 199 in my uh, podcast, so coming up to 200. So Perfect. you know, it's all it's all good. It's it's uh, it's always fun to be able to give That's the great. truth out to people and enjoy doing it and meet nice people like you guys and and work with you. It's awesome. Thanks, man. So, we we are that. we are nice people, right, Shane? We try our best, man. And uh, speaking of that, I had some technical issues on our episode, but it was so great I just wanted to post it again. I'm going to have to definitely do another episode again with you soon, Loomis, so that we can uh, get one where the audio is crisp. Hey, did you, you end up getting Are you going to air that show? What was that? Are you going to air the show, though? Yeah, yeah, I did the yeah. best I could with it. My, I think I was too close to my mic, so it was super oh, overmodulated, yeah. but it was so mm-hmm. good I just wanted to still post it. But mm-hmm. that being said, I want to make sure we get another good, solid episode in together. Did you get – did, did no what I did help at all, Shane? Yeah, actually, I used that, and then I turned down the volume a little bit. Uh, all the listeners that haven't already listened to it, I don't know which one of these episodes is going to drop first. I did my best, um, but it, there was a lot of great information in it. So no matter what, I wanted to post it. But yeah, hopefully, look for another one sometimes soon. Sometimes you just got the audio is a lot better. Sometimes you just yeah. gotta say fuck it, you know. Uh, Shit happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've been uh, I've been welding for the last two days. Like it, I was gonna go shirtless for the show tonight, but I figured it's too much. <laughs> but because uh, I'm so fucking hot. Uh, like I'm just, I'm just hot, like temperature wise. I've been, so I live near a Canyon, like the second largest Canyon in the country. And there's a, a musical down there that they do every summer. It's like a tourist trap kind of thing. And, uh, they asked us to, uh, help, you know, redo some, some set pieces and, and things like that. And I thought I was like, yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah. It'll be hot, but you know, whatever. Little did I know how much welding I'd have to do. And when you're welding, you know, you can't go shirtless or rock a tank top because you will catch on fire. So I'm covered head to toe, you know, boots, heavy wool socks. I mean, it's basically I'm dressed for the winter in like and it's hotter in the canyon than out, you know, outside of it. It was like 110 today and I'm just sitting there fucking, you know, and it's I can't see any fucking thing with this welding. I mean, it was just a shit show. So uh, but we're going to do it again tomorrow. So uh, that's that's what's new with me. And uh, I only asked you guys because I wanted to give you guys that little bit of information. Not that I don't care. But anyway, let's get to the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, uh, even if you went shirtless, nobody would be able to tell. But I highly recommend you get off and then you just hop into an ice bath, man. That'd no, be that's the plan. I'm going to take a nice cold shower and have a shower beer. So that's that's the plan. Um, but uh, who? What are? Wh- where do we want to start, Shane? You want to start? Uh, you want? Where do you, where? Where should we start tonight? Let's see, I started first, I believe, last time. So how about we take it away with you this time? Oh, or we can take it away with Loomis. Either way, uh, one of you two guys. Well, I'll go. I'll go first. How about that? Okay. So um, I have a clip to play, uh, and then we'll get into the topic. So let me open this tab. Oh, it opens right. I think we should do a thing where we bounce back and forth between you and I, and then I have a guest in the middle sandwich. That's I feel like it'd be a good way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, listeners, you're, you're learning how a show is made on the fly. This is how we do it. So, all right, let me share my screen here just for, so for you guys, we haven't been doing video yet, but, um, let me get this, uh, brave tab. Okay, I got Depending it. on the topic, maybe we can make this partly a YouTube show too. You know, something like that. Mm, we'll figure it out. I know, we'll eventually I get know. to video. 
Yeah. All right. Let me open this in a new tab. There we go. I got to open it in a new tab. We're all retarded. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Geoengineering is a method to counterbalance um, the effects of global warming owing to the increased uh, concentrations of um, atmospheric greenhouse gases. What different types of geoengineering are there? Geoengineering or climate engineering generally falls into two specific categories. The first of which is called carbon dioxide removal, which um, as the name suggests is basically uh, capturing carbon from the atmosphere and storing it. Um, the second uh, method is um, what's known as solar radiation management. Now, solar radiation management uh, differs from um, carbon dioxide removal in that what you're trying to do is reflect an additional amount of um, sunlight back out to space. So solar radiation management is basically trying to reflect sunlight back out to space, leading to a cooling to counterbalance uh, the increases in greenhouse gases. There's been various different uh, solar radiation management schemes um, that have been mooted as being possible, all of which are basically trying to reflect sunlight back out to space. Um, one of the most popular is to uh, inject some reflective material into the stratosphere. Um, this mimics really the, the impact of uh, volcanic eruptions, um, which have been shown on, on the observational record to cool climate. There's another method which is um, artificial brightening of um, low-lying stratocumulus clouds. If you inject some aerosol into these low-lying stratocumulus clouds, you can brighten them. And of course, when you get a brightening of, of uh, the planet, you're reflecting more sunlight back out to space. Those are the two most popular uh, solar radiation uh, management techniques that are in the press at the moment. What are the pros and cons of geoengineering? Carbon dioxide removal is often thought of as a relatively benign kind of geoengineering because you're simply reducing the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Um, it's not quite as simple as that because uh, a lot of the land that would be used for general agricultural practices like they are at the moment would have to be converted into um, land for specific growing of biomass burning. Um, so there's certainly some uh, ecological implications um, that are associated with CDR. Um, solar radiation management, um, the main conclusions that are coming out of the, the solar radiation management studies is that you cannot get a no temperature change Earth, no global mean net temperature change, without there being some regional side effects. So although you can hold the temperature of the Earth fixed at, say, present-day conditions, you will get um, regional responses in, in both temperature, for instance, the poles will warm up more than the equator, and you will also get impacts on precipitation. All right, so um, that's my topic is geoengineering, right? So um, I will ask you guys, what are your thoughts? I mean, and real quick, before I, before I ask you that, this is from Met Office, and I did a little bit of research uh, on the Met Office, and I just wanted to show you this uh, link real quick. It's actually a .gov website. Uh, let me hold on. Here we go. One more time. Share screen. Yes. Uh, here it is. Okay. So this is actually – oh, no cookies. I don't want cookies. <laughs> I love cookies. <laughs> Okay, so this is, if you see the top here, metoffice.gov.uk. So this is an actual 
government-funded organization. And that video was from nine years ago. It was from 2013. So I'm just showing you that it's a legit... This isn't some cuckoo conspiracy guy talking about this. It's an actual uh, government organization. So now I'll ask for your initial thoughts. And that's, so you this is kind of if you want first, Loomis. Well, and this is based off what Loomis was talking about last week in regards to Edward Snowden. And I was like, fuck, we got to talk about that. So go ahead, Loomis, your thoughts. Well, I can talk a lot about this one. Um, it's <laughs> it's definitely been something that has been uh, it in my mind for a long time. And I did meet an insider into it, too. So it really helped put it into perspective. But the, the answer to this is it's a two step thing. First of all you have to break down what global warming is and what it isn't and climate change or whatever they're trying to call it. That is a scam in itself. So he's, he's going, that guy talking is going by believing that he's, that climate change is real. But when you do the research into climate change and the warming and all that, well, they've never been right with their predictions for one thing, uh, but um, their models for global warming do not include uh, a lot of things that have happened in history, like the, the, uh, the little ice age, which we're coming out of, right? The, uh, then the, what they're saying the plant, like if you really do the research, the reason the planet has been warming over the last few decades is because we're actually coming out of that little ice age. Is that, that's what I understand, right? Right, right. And then there was a middle medieval warming period where they could grow grapes in places like England and dates and stuff like that really high up. Mm -hmm. So first of all, the earth is always changing. And second of all, carbon, it well, they act like the that's the the biggest um, uh, greenhouse gas when it's not true. It's actually, water vapor yeah, is water the vapor. biggest greenhouse gas. And so they're leaving things out of the equation. The guy who made that that hockey stick uh, graph, he needs to be beaten with a hockey stick. The guy, <laughs> I forget his name, but it's complete bullshit because he's peddling bullshit by use, leaving all this information out. And what's great about computers is you can just throw bullshit in and make it look cool, but it's still bullshit. So the, the first of all, like we do we with this podcast underwater by in New York was supposed to be underwater by 2015. Well, we're not. And so all these, these models of things warming um, are not true. But then the second half of that is the fact that, um, these programs are changing the climate. So if you're going to spray heavy metals over an environment, it's going it, to, what it's going to do is it's going to actually warm, insulate the, the temperature underneath. So it actually does warm the planet because you're trapping heat in. And the idea of reflecting these, these, um, these, Harmful, uh, harmful UV rays back out into space. Well, what that's doing is causing the plants to not get as much photosynthesis and grow, and as well as just the fact that it's um, it's uh, the carbon is actually what plants breathe in. Now, I'm not saying that pollution is good no. or exhaust. Of course, it's not, and I'm not um, I'm not even like a big proponent of the auto industry i mean you know um, uh, but the, th the same time they're trying to blame it on us little people you're the ones causing it well they gave us those inventions those cars to go to work in so we just use their inventions but the climate the the whole geoengineering thing and the, the there is a real 
category of it called SRI, solar radiation management, or SRM, solar radiation well, management. SRI is another one. It's like solar something injection. It's the same, right. same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is. And there's there's CARE. Uh, NASA has the cloud of CARE. There's a whole bunch of them. But these programs, there's more than one, and it's hard to know what they're doing at the same time. But one of them is, of course, they're changing the weather. They're manipulating the weather. They've been able to do this for a very long time, like when they made it rain in the Vietnam War, the Ho Chi Minh Trail, the that was called Project Popeye. But mm-hmm. they also so it okay, so if we're in a drought, then they can make it rain if they need to. And they've been able to do that a long time. All this stuff is is just lies being peddled to us because we are they're making a fake crisis so we give up our rights so we can you know make their agenda happen because we're not going to give these rights up if there's no crisis but back to geoengineering geoengineering is is i think and some people will disagree with me on this but because i've met an insider and i've kind of really just been looking at this shit since 1998 when my first my friend pointed one out to me i was like oh wow that's not right so uh, this is what i think i think that is the cover story for the low lower level people that may be doing some of the footwork on this to feel like they're doing something good for the environment. That's like, oh yeah, we're protecting the environment when really they're manipulating the weather. They're, they're throwing out biological spraying. They're doing transhumanism spraying. They're spraying uh, particulates and, and uh, fibers that grow in our bodies, which is really crazy. We can get into that if you like, but it's a huge thing. And it's really, it's, it's a bunch of different programs in one, but one of them would the reason they're doing it is not because the planet's going to incinerate. Mm-hmm. And I remember, uh, I, I hear from some people that are, are older, like, you know, in their forties, fifties, uh, and sixties, they, they were taught in school that the earth was in, entering an ice age. We were about to freeze over. We'd all be frozen by two, the year 2000. And That's right. so it, like what you said at the beginning there about the, the, you know, the, the models have never been right. It's all bullshit. You know, it's just, they, they just do whatever they, they say, whatever they think will get you to capitulate to, uh, you know, their agendas. Uh, but good take. Uh, there's a lot to impact there and we will, uh, Shane, your thoughts. Um, I like to how subtle he drops in the word regional side effects. First of all, like, <laughs> Oh, it's not really a big deal. He's just like, Oh, just some regional side effects not realizing how much it realistically is fucking up the weather. And one other thing that I wanted to mention, at least for my area, is that I've noticed a huge uptake in chemtrails as far as Michigan goes. I should be sending you these pictures, dude, but there was one day I walked outside the other day, and it was just almost looked like a checkerboard of lines. Tic-tac-toe, baby. Tic-tac-toe. Yeah, they're really up in their programs lately, I noticed. Well, And And so the funny part was we had a day uh, a couple days ago where it was like almost 90 degrees, and then the day after that it was like 45 degrees. And I've been saying this shit for a while, dude. Michigan's weather's way too fucky. And I've been noticing with the uptake of these chemtrails that our weather's getting even more fucky up here. Well, that, that's everywhere, dude. You know, everyone everyone, everywhere is always like, man, the weather's been real crazy lately. And they've been saying that since the 90s. So, um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you, you know, it, it also affects the, the people as well um, and, and the plants and, and all kinds of things. It's not just, you know, making it rain or making it not rain. Who knows what's up in those uh, those chemtrails and and I've actually been tracking because uh, I think uh, two weeks ago they were going real hard and so I got a flight tracker app and I was tracking and a lot you know because I, I could see okay they're coming from that direction okay that's this plane and I would kind of watch it and you know some <laughs> of them were commercial flights some of them were military aircraft uh, but they were all 
you know, spraying shit. Or and you know when it's a chemtrail when it lingers all day and spreads out. You know what I mean? If it's a contrail, it follows the the plane and disappears afterwards. You know what I mean? And yeah, you I was watching that last week too about when I was saying that there was the big uptake in them. That there were some that the trail would disappear right after, but the majority of them, the trails were staying and they're spreading out. And then by the end of the day, I should have taken a picture of it. There's like um, a weird haze, right? Checkerboard. Yeah, yeah. there's like a weird well, haze. And that 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 video was from nine years ago, so you know that's when they st- You know that's when they. They've probably been doing it much longer than just nine years ago, but imagine hmm. the amount that they're doing it now. I mean, if they're telling us about it, that they're already doing it. You know what I mean? And you yeah, know, We had an issue last year where it warmed up so fast in Michigan that we had uh, like three waves of mosquitoes all hatch at once. And it was so bad the whole entire summer, dude, that you couldn't even walk outside without getting annihilated by these fucking things. Were so they the Bill Gates weather, uh, in bioengineered the uh, wildlife? Were they the Bill Gates bioengineered mosquitoes? Shit, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I kind of luck out. I've noticed uh, you don't get bit up as much if you're a weed smoker for whatever reason. I'm assuming probably because you you like sweat out like a different smell and you're not as attracted to it. But like my girlfriend gets annihilated by those things and she's allergic. So like last year, dude, it was just bump, 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 like fucking all over her body. It was awful, dude. Well, you know, I was gonna say. Um, I used to think that too, that a contrail was just not putting, uh, having a continuous uh, jet trail. But as I've learned, they changed the, the, the engines on planes to where they don't actually, they're just a fan. They're not actually putting out any, any contrail at all. So um, someone that you guys might want to have on the show sometime is Matt Landman. I've had him on. Yeah. Oh yeah creator of Frankenskies. He's great. Now, he, he told me too, and I, 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 I've observed this and I just never really thought about it is they do a pre-sprayed gas before they, so if you watch them, you'll, your skies will be completely clear. And then they'll, you'll have one or two go over that don't make much of a trail. And that's this pre-sprayed gas in order to then start putting the heavy guys behind it. And then they start spraying and clouding up your sky. So I was flying, um, Last year in Europe, I flew, uh, and I looked out the window, and um, I saw a plane next to us at 30,000 feet, no trail at all. This is, you know, 30,000 feet. And then I looked up higher, and I even got a video of it, of a plane spraying. So it's the, they're not making commercial jet trails. Jets are not making these trails. But that's an interesting thing about the flight tracker, you said, Kyle, because um, I, I went on a road trip, and we tracked a lot of planes, and there was a few that said unknown, and that, that was yeah. where I was at with that. Yeah, there, it'll say unknown call sign or unknown tag, but it'll, it'll usually say what the type of plane is, like whether it's sure. military, what kind of military craft it is, or commercial. But I I recommend it because it really makes you kind of question, okay, well, I'm, that's a clearly a chemtrail, and it says that's a commercial flight, you know, so where is it, you know, what what's going on? And you, you kind of have to have some discernment because obviously not every plane is going to be doing that unless it's something that has to do with the fuel or how the engines operate. I don't know. But then there's there's some days where the skies are completely clear and I check the, the app and there's no planes flying over. I'm just like, so there's no commercial air traffic over the middle of the country on a Tuesday or, a, you know, it's weird. It's like they take it's like they change their flight paths to deter if it is commercial planes spraying all this stuff. It's as if they, the air traffic controllers or whatever, they change the 
flight path to deter, you know, to then affect certain areas or not. Because it's not like they have to fly over Amarillo or over Oklahoma City or whatever. They can go, you know, other ways and take just the same amount of time. So um, it's interesting. Like the last three days, four days, I haven't seen a single one. Clear blue sky, clear blue skies, no planes, no nothing. So. Do you think that's because they're trying to spray different areas, essentially? So they, like, will purposely redirect different paths so that it hits different areas? Different yeah, days? that's what I'm thinking, yeah. But but then some days it's like, all the planes are here. And I'm like, what? That makes no sense. It it's weird. I, I don't know. Is I talked like to a specific day of the week? Like, do you think it's almost something like, you know, on Tuesday they're trying to hit this area, Wednesday they're trying to hit this area, so they, it, like, interchange the areas? For so a while it was all overspread? For a while it was pretty consistent. And it, and it was at a point where I think last year around this time – Monday and Tuesdays would be really heavy spraying and it would rain on Thursday almost like for like a mm. month it rained every Thursday because it yeah, was they always spray before a storm front mm-hmm. and so because this front it strengthens the front or diverts it or whatever I don't but yeah or it creates a front I don't know but it would spray they'd spray Monday Tuesday and then Thursday it'd be wild and then they would take Friday Saturday Sunday off you know what I mean like they would like they, long weekends you think it's one of those things that they purpose like either one it's causing the rain or two they're purposely doing it before the rain so that whatever they're spraying comes it's down with the rain and then people are getting hit by it directly. Oh, I, I don't know. That's yes. I'm, I'm yeah, that's that's true. I'm yeah. sure it's all of it. That dude. is true. I'm sure it's all because of it. it opens up our pores when it's more humid, so more stuff can get in our in our skin. When it gets into the groundwater, drop that one thing you're talking about on my episode, so people that haven't heard that episode and are interested in this show at least know how to kind of check yourself for stuff like that too. Oh, oh, the wine rinse. Yep. Yeah. The wine. Right. Before, be, before I lose some thoughts, I just want to conclude a couple things that I, I don't want to forget because I'm very forgetful um, is uh, that uh, sometimes you'll see a flight in midair and it does like a half curve. Like, and, and it's like, if you were on a commercial flight, you'd be like, what the hell are we doing? Where are we going? You know, mm-hmm. like returning, we're not landing, you know? So those are obviously not, uh, those are obviously not commercial flights because they make it like a U shape in the air with their chemtrail. But the other thing is too, just because see, if they were really trying to block out the sun, then why would they be doing it on a cloudy day? Sometimes there'll be a, a, a overcast day, and then I'll see a little crack, and then I'll see geo, the, all the chemtrails up there. Or at night, I've seen night spraying many times. What are they trying to deflect the moonlight? I don't think so. Yeah, look at that. There you go. I caught that, that the other day. That was great. Look yeah. at and look at all the other trails that have dissipated. I mean, it's hard to see, but that's a, that was it. the first real curved one I saw, and I saw it in action. Like I got a video of it starting and i checked the flight tracker app and yep its path completely you know took like a like a 90 degree turn and then kept going the same way it was super weird if you were on that plane you'd be like what the hell it's like a boomerang shape if if in case anybody was wondering what picture he was showing us yeah it was Mm -hmm. super strange shoot super strange and they had been i mean look how uh you know gray the sky already is they've been they were spraying all day with that shit you know, yeah, it's ugly. So I don't know what it is. I I don't like it though. It ruins my day when I come get out of work and I I'm ready to go home and it, you know at lunch it was a super nice beautiful day and then I go back to work and I come back, I leave and like it's just the sun is blocked out and it's usually always where the sun is. It's never on the other side of the sky. It's super strange. So. I don't know. We can do a deep dive on it at some point. Uh, we, we should try to get La- Matt Landman on. I've, I've talked to him a few times. He's a, a, a great guy. He really knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, moving uh, – Loomis, you wanted to talk about the wine 
rinse real quick? Oh, oh yeah. So um, the insider that I met in 2008 told me there's a way to get this stuff out of our system because it's not good for us and it's accumulating. I mean, shit, some people have been alive as long as they've been spraying full scale and their body's just full of this stuff. And so we, there is a way to actually get it out. There's several ways. But this way is the wine rinse. And the wine rinse is by taking um, – you, you want to get a cheap red wine, not something that you're going to want to drink, really. Just like a box wine? Table wine? Like Franzia? Yeah, box wine's fine. Franzia. For mint. Yeah, just some, some wine. I mean, you don't feel like it, you don't want to waste a good bottle, but just something that uh, ferments and then um, uh, just a little bit ferments. It doesn't have to be like totally just, uh, you know, you, and then you're going to first put this, this um, it's called Hypericum. It's a, it's a, a homeopathic thing you can find at any health food store you take two of those pills you put them in your upper lip and you just kind of let them dissolve and what it's doing is it's it's opening the pores of your gums so then you're going to take this wine you're going to swish for about 30 seconds or so it burns you know you're like you know swishing hard and then plug your sink up and watch what comes out of your mouth you're going to see like long lines like little little fiber lines and you'll see like black stuff and I don't care what you do with wine. You can put it in a blender. I tried this and see if that comes out. That's not coming out. Now, some of it is stuff that's maybe in your mouth. So you want to brush your teeth before so you're not getting like food chunks in there. I mean, it looks gross enough as is. It looks like a murder scene in the sink when you spit it out. <laughs> but the more you spit this stuff out, uh, you're getting more and more out. And then maybe about after five rounds, you know, you have to be dedicated for this, but five rounds, get some um, apple cider vinegar and do the same with it for one round and then go back to the wine again. And, you know, I mean, you don't have to count how many rounds you've done, but I, I've done it. I often do about 10 and I haven't done it lately, but you get so much stuff out and you feel clearer right here in your third eye area. And um, uh, definitely brush your teeth afterwards and take some vitamin C because you've, you've released shit out of your body that probably has some biological components and nasty stuff too so you want to keep your immune up garlic ginger and all that but it, it is a one remedy now there's another guy just to throw it out there his name's tony pentelaresco and he has some real good remedies of getting it out other hey, ways tony. um i i'm telling you the ghetto way to get it out right i think he's got ways where you can soak your feet and it comes out like that and there's another guy named ken rolla Ken Rolla is Ken R O H L A, and he has some ways I forget how to, but I just stick with the wine rinse. It's easy to do, and um, hey, you know it. It uh, I you'll get stuff out, and if you feel good afterwards, then I think there's something to that. So I recommend it for anybody, and I talked about it on Shane Show and Quarries of our, our Reality, and probably did a better job explaining it then. But um, anyway, it's uh, well, it's, shit. It's, I'm gonna it's, give it's that a, a try. Uh, it's yeah, hi- give it a try. You, hi- you have to be dedicated. Hypericum? And- Hypericum is what it's called? Yeah, hi- it's like hyper I come. Come. Hyper I come. I come hyperly. Yes. Yeah. I love there it. There you go. Perfect. Um yeah. you, you mentioned the, the the foot the foot uh thing. I when I I had really bad acne in in middle school and high school and I was family friends with this uh this homeopathic doctor that ran like a reflexology clinic and things like that. And he had this machine, allegedly, and I, I've done, I did it several times where you hold these electrodes and they're hooked up to a machine and then there's another big electrode that sits in a, in a tub of, of tap water and you put your feet in there and you hold these electrodes and he can change the frequency of the machine 
and it basically sends a current through your body uh, that that kills certain, depending on the frequency, certain uh, cells, bacteria, viruses, things like that. And because of the flow of the current, it's sucking it out through the pores of your feet. And, you know, there's been some debunking videos on this whole process where you, basically the water turns like a red, black, rusty color. Uh, but, in you know, I watched, I, years later, I watched the debunking videos. And I was like, well, is that legit? But I remember, like, little worms coming out of my feet during this process. It was super weird, super strange. I, I would like to try it again. I, I need to find out what the name of the machine was. Um but that, that's something to consider as well because it's pulling all those heavy metals and toxins out as well. Mm. If anybody listening knows what that machine is, let me know because I'd like to get one. Yeah, and it, and the stuff that's in our bodies that besides the, the metals, people call Margellans, and you can look that up. There's a, a good scientist and in the little fibers, right? Clifford Carnicum, and he's done lots of research, and he's and he's he's actually. Um, isolated it and it's and it's definitely not a human thing it's really weird it's crazy stuff but it replicates in our bodies and it's you know it sounds crazy like you know i wish it was i wish i was lying and i wish i <laughs> it, i was making it up but it's crazy and it's very uncomfortable but at least i like to throw problems out with hopefully a solution and so hopefully that's good but well anyway. thank you that was uh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna order some of that hypercom and swish it around with, you know, when I, I get real, real sloppy drunk when I drink red wine, so I'll, I'll have some red wine, hyper come it up, and I'll be good to go. So uh, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, Loomis, <laughs> what's your, uh, you want me to play the clip first? Um, yeah, go for it. All right, let's go. I should have, I should have been ready. I should have been ready. Okay. Chain forward it to me. Uh, Got to add a little bit of music. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, okay. Dead I'm not, air. Is I'm not, not seeing. The, I'm not seeing. So. Oh, it's an audio clip. Okay. Yeah, it's an audio. Since we're not doing video, I okay. don't know what's. All right, I got it right here. <laughs> I like the title of the clip. I won't That's say what, what I it said. Drum too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's uh, Loomis's clip. The World Economic Forum recently published the COVID-19 risks outlook. The third greatest concern for companies surveyed is the increase of cyber attacks. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Oh, God. We all know that clip. <laughs> and if anyone has sounds more like a, like a James Bond villain, it's this guy. Fucking Klaus Anal Schwab. Klaus Anal Schwab, baby. What a what a and you know, he just he just cares about us so much and he wants to help. So even his name sounds like an ex Nazi. Like just being I'm honest sure he was an ex Nazi. You know? I wouldn't be surprised, dude. So or his parents or something. Like, I don't know. Somebody he knows. Like he's gotta be tied to some weird shit. Like 
why else would this guy be so power ridden and have like that heavy of a German accent? <laughs> well, he is tied to the Nazis. I think his father was a, um, he, he was a Nazi supporter and, um, I learned a bit, a little bit uh, about him more on um, macro regression. Shout out to that mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, Charlie. Um, yeah, so uh, that one, I can't remember all the details, but I just learned about it recently. I was like, oh wow, yeah, this guy is really bad. He sounds bad, and he is bad. But, Literally um, a supervillain. <laughs> seriously, he sounds like almost like Darth Vader too. I, his I mean, his tonality is very much like a, a a Darth Vader. I was just thinking that listening to that clip, like. Oh, my God. Or at least, you know, Emperor Darth Vader combined. I don't know, man. Um, so, yeah. Loomis, what's your? I'd love to hear your initial thoughts on the topic and kind of just preface it so that me and Shane can can go off of what where you wanted to go on this. Sure. Um, so what spurred – this is very last minute I put together kind of, but I, I was thinking about it the other day when I heard normies talking about they heard that we might have power outages this coming summer. So then I started looking up and I already had heard that they are doing in July, the world economic forum is doing a, uh, they're going to do a, uh, a drill mm. on power outages. And you know what happens when they have a drill, there's always a drill going on when there's these, these situations like nine 11 and many others, but also, um, with the COVID, they had the simulation, the event 201 with Bill Gates and Melinda, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and uh, Johns Hopkins University and the World Economic Forum in October of 2019. They did that that, um, simulation. that simulation of a yeah. coronavirus breakthrough, a breakout. And then, of course, we get that. So it makes me concerned if they're following that same pattern because these guys aren't very creative. They just throw the same thing out because it does work in mass. Pe- people obviously still believe this, maybe not us, and and I think more and more people are um, – you know, not believing it, but still, I'm a little concerned about it, and I really hope this doesn't happen, but just think about their great reset. I mean, as far as a reset goes, this would literally be a reset when they turn back on all the power. And, <laughs> I was just um, thinking I should about that. <laughs> include a, and this is a, a mainstream article from CNN, but maybe before we do that, let, let's just get your guys' initial thoughts on this, and then we can we can go well, back to what they're saying in the main the lamestream. Well, I loved so, what you said about you know the Great Reset, and as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, when your computer starts fucking up, you reset it, you know, and you literally have to turn it off and turn it back on again. So think about you know all the problems we have in the world, you know, whether it's man made or 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 not, or whether it's the elites causing these problems or whatever. But things have gotten so fucked up and they've let's say they've tried all their other outlets to fix things. And then they finally found some dude named Ben, some IT guy somewhere. And they were like, Ben, you, you know, I know you just run the computers here in the, at the World Economic Forum. How do we fix all these problems? And he probably said, have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again? You know what I mean? And they were like, oh, that's brilliant. And, you know, it's it just reminds me of like your old Sega not working and you're blowing in the cartridge turn it off turn it back it's like fuck that solves everything every time so uh yeah the whole power outage thing they're they're just prepping us you know in our minds for that to come i mean we had it in texas i feel like the the whole texas thing um personally i wasn't affected by that because i'm on a different grid in this part of texas we're actually on a, a separate grid texas other than that though texas is the only state with its own power grid and i feel like it was an attack on the grid 
Uh, and if you really look into it, it wasn't that our grid couldn't handle it. It's that the people, it's essentially run by a corporation. Our The energy in Texas is run by a corporation. And they, the, the guys at the corporation, didn't want to uh, turn on the the coal plants. They didn't want to do that. Um, and so it, 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 it was a bu- it was basically a selfishness thing. They, they ended up making a ton of money off of that uh, situation. And uh, like people were getting charged like thousands of dollars a day for their power during that whole thing just because it, it, it's so fucked. Uh, but yeah, the whole power thing, it's just another form of control that they have over us, much like our water and our food and our technology. Um, I, I think they're just, you know, Klaus, Klaus Schwab, he was just prepping us for it. When in this community we've been talking about these this this subject for a long time, and whether it be a solar storm or an EMP or something like that, uh, you know people will much like if you if we went into the Green New Deal next week, millions of people would die, and if power went out for an extended period of time, millions of people would die. So they're just prepping us for that uh, subconsciously, in my opinion. See, my thoughts on it is I noticed that I kept seeing a bunch of articles the other day talking about scheduled power outages as far as, like, my area goes. They're doing that here, too. Yeah. Yeah, my my initial thought on that is that they uh, either, one, it's going to be something where they're going to say that they can't turn it back on at certain times or something, or they're going to, like, turn it off and say they're having issues turning it back on. So then you're creating, like, panic with people not having power. And then my other logic that I'm thinking behind it is if they're shutting off, like, whole power grids, like, we all know how much they're trying to alter shit on the internet and different things. Like, who's to say that they're not shutting it off so that they can delete things off the internet so people can see it in real time and then turn it back on or trying to delete certain things or make it so certain areas will have issues with power where they know that there's, like, something that is against them in that area. Like, that, that's my initial thought on it is that they're going to play it like it's just some scheduled easy thing and then they're going to say that there's a bunch of issues involved with it and then they're going to use that in order to manipulate more things within the system. Because if yeah. somebody's looking at articles and, you know, everything starts disappearing, they're going to be like, what the fuck's happening? But if the power goes out and then it goes back on and people search something, like, nobody's going to – not as many people are going to think about it if those articles don't pop back up. So I think that they're going to use it to their advantage in order to alter things. Or, or they want to give you, like, a, a ID so you get on the Internet now. This is the new Internet, and you need an, a special ID to get on there. And, and, you know, I hope none of this happens. I hate focusing on this stuff, really, you guys, because I'd rather be focusing on, like, UFOs and aliens or ancient mysteries Big or something foot. more fun. But this is something that might happen, and, and we should pr- be prepared and back our shit up. Yeah, in, you know, I, at least in the, in the summer, it's not so bad, you know, I, I think. But also, I think the power demand is higher in summers, especially in the south where it, where it's a lot hotter. Because um, I, when I lived up north, like, my dorm room in college didn't even have AC. It was like, we don't need it because it's not, you know, it's hot. You just open a window, you'll be okay. But in Texas, it, you know, people do die in the heat um, if they're not hydrating and taking care of themselves. But, you know, I always say if the power went out during the summer – Fuck, I would go have a, a bonfire in the backyard, throw up a canopy, get some coolers, and, and drink some, you know, piss-warm beer. Like, who, I think it'd be fun, you know? It's like you, they're forcing you to go outside and party. But I understand that, yes, it, it could cause some some health and, and uh, livelihood issues, obviously. But I'd rather it be that than in the winter where you, like, freeze to death, you know? So My other logic behind this, too, is that, like, who... Well, how do they pick and choose what areas they shut the power off in? Because what if it's somebody that needs their power to stay well, alive, for example? You know, like what if there's different medical equipment hooked up to it 
And it's not like a hospital that has a backup generator, but it's like somebody's house specifically. Mm-hmm. Like that could be another thing like where I think a lot of something. the COVID narrative was to try to like kind of cut off the cap of like older people because they're just kind of sitting and collecting government money and they don't want to have to worry about that kind of shit. Yeah. So this could be another push towards that where they're hoping that, you know, say we shut off the power for an hour. We know that certain people's like, you know, machines that they need to stay alive. They're not going to be able to stay alive an hour past that, and they're just going to pretend like, oh, we warned you. Like, I don't know what to tell you, you know, some sort of dumb shit like that, trying to kind of push off the elderly cap in a sense, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. a big part of it, I think. But, you know, uh, it, it's uh, – I think a, a part of it also is the the whole green initiative. You know, like I mentioned, you know, they didn't fire up the coal-powered plants that could have supplied the power that Texas needed. Um you know, they were like, oh, the winds, wind turbines froze. Sorry. And it's like, what? We have all this coal-fired stuff that we can use. Like, that's when you want to use it. Um, I think that's just, you know, that's why gas is so high. That's why meat prices are so high because they just, they want us. We were talking about carbon earlier. We are the carbon they want to reduce, you know, <laughs> in my opinion. they're also trying to make the gap wider between poor and rich, too, because obviously nobody they never like the middle class, so they're just trying to make that gap different because anybody that already has money has no problem paying for this expensive gas and paying for expensive food, but everybody that's just barely making it by, like such as my family, for example, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to be hit by this shit pretty fucking hard. Like We're already pre- hit pretty hard by this whole formula issue. Mm-hmm. Um, we can barely find it, and there's people that are taking advantage of that shit. Heck, shout out to anybody that's doing that. You're a piece of shit, and you can go fuck yourself. Uh, the people that are on eBay that are buying up all the baby formula and then making people bid on it, and the price is getting up to like 120 bucks. Like the shit's fucking ridiculous. Jesus, like, dude, that's so fucked. That that's so fucked, dude. Hey, I, and I I was actually just talking. One of our our friends just had a baby like last week, um, and uh, you know I can I there's a lot of people in our community are posting recipes for homemade formula. Uh, that you can look into, you know, that kids drank back in the good old days. So it, it I've been was, seeing too that uh, kids that are five or six months, which is kind of cool that my kid kind of fits in that gap. Um, you can give them whole milk. So if you're trying to extend your baby formula, they're saying to give them every other bottle, do whole milk, and then every other bottle, do your formula. And then you can get twice as much out of your formula to get past or whatever the fuck they're trying to do here. I don't know, man. There's some, just get there's some, some peas, dude. Throw those, throw some peas in a blender, dude. Drink them, have them drink them. That's, that's how you do it. I don't know. And I don't have kids. Six months, you can start doing baby fo- baby food. So you know, just trying to push it till then. You I know? think like, baby I, food's I a scam somebody. too, dude. Baby food is just mashed up real food. No, but that's that's I got it like a like a baby blender and shit like that. So oh, I'm okay, to make my own baby food anyways. But yeah. like I eat a lot of fruit and vegetables in my house, so you know, like that that won't be an issue. It's just getting him to that point where he can start eating that kind of food. You know. Yeah. Well, I don't have kids, so I can't speak on this. I guess, but I, I do. It does suck. It does suck. Um, but anyway, back to the, uh, the, the, the cyber attack, it, cause it's not just power grids, right? It could be anything. It could be the internet. It could be weapon systems. It could be, uh, banking. It, it could do anything. You know what I mean? It's not anything that is accessible digitally could go down. They could take down podcasts. What would we do then? That's what I was going to say. It could be a direct attack towards the people that are trying to expose them too, where they're using that opportunity again to delete shit off the internet and be like, oh, it was a technical issue. We had nothing to do with it. I don't know what happened to your guys' shows where you just happen to be talking about Klaus Schwab, you know? <laughs> this, it's going to happen. The, the the cyber attack will commence when we put this episode out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, man. They already got us. They're, they're watching us. Actually, speaking of that, I got to drop this thing that I thought was really funny. So on the app that I have where I post my stuff through, I can see... Uh, like percentages from people from different countries that watch my stuff. 
and I click on the one for USA and it'll show me per state. So it kind of weirded me out that 4% of the people that listen to me, it said Washington, D.C. Like, what the fuck? Oh, dude, it's yeah. so same thing happened to me. The I, I'm still in the top charts on iTunes in the Turks and Caicos Islands, which is like in the Caribbean. But my podcast it, uh, uh, host doesn't have any information and it doesn't indicate that I have any listeners in the Turks and Caicos Islands, but on Apple, uh, you know, the Apple charts, I'm still in like the top 40 uh, all of all podcasts in the Turks and Caicos Islands. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's like a CIA, like hotspot, you know, like that's where they hang out and like, you know, invade Cuba and shit like that from there. So I'm like, Oh, some, my fed, my feds for the, you know, that watch me, they just took a vacation and they were listening to my podcast, and that's why I'm still number one there. So CIA listening party. Oh, yeah. They're having a good time. They're like, listen to this fucking guy. He's retarded. I know you're talking a couple episodes back in your show about the whole thirst trap of people getting listened to, but I still firmly believe, dude, if they're listening to anybody that's citizens, they're, they're the people like us that are talking about this shit. It's like they wouldn't have any other reason to listen to just normal people talking, but if they have people like us that have, you know, well, even we, a couple hundred people that listen to our show, like we're spreading information. Like they have a reason to listen to us. Well, and it's not like they even have to spy on us because we're putting it out for all to hear. So, hey, everybody listening, all you feds and fucktards, we love you. <laughs> Order following fucks. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, y'all want to move on to uh, to Shane's topic? Let's sandwich this, make a Loomis sandwich here and, uh, and make it nice and uh, lots of mayo. Let's go. We got, we got oh, a lot of okay. references to come in uh, sandwiches in this one, but you know, Jeez, we're so <laughs> in the straightest way possible. <laughs> uh, here, I got it. Hold on, I got something for that. Here we go. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say the last thing about that is maybe you can link this CNN article. I don't really even feel like reading the whole thing, but they're basically talking about. Um, the power grid could buckle across very vast areas of, of the country this summer. And they're trying to also blame it on um, so also talking about supply chain shortages and, and blaming it on global warming. And it's just like this one big, it's just a bunch of bullshit, but it's almost like, it's nice to hear what they're saying it, or it, you want to hear what they're saying. So, you know, you know what they, what kind of bullshit they want to feed the people. So, well, yeah, climate change is now the everything. You know, if you have a heart attack, oh, it's climate change. Oh, you have a stroke, yeah. it was climate change. Yeah. So, but yeah, send me that article and I will, uh, or send it to Shane or, or whatever, and we'll we'll put it in the sure. description. So, I mean, it's terrible, it's CNN. It's terrible, but you want to you want to <laughs> listen in on what they're trying to tell you. That's all. Absolutely, they always tell us before they do it. So keep your watchful eye, of course, even if it's you know a bullshit media place. You know, you still got to keep a watchful eye on it. All right, and then uh, Shane, I've got your link, and we'll play your. Uh, oh gosh, okay, let's see what. <laughs> At first, I thought it said biatch, but it says uh, boycott. So, uh, understandably, okay, sorry. Hopefully, we'll leave it on a fun topic. Let's we'll play the clip first, first, and then I'll set the mood. Own fight against Russia. They're Here, taking. Let me Businesses across the nation are putting up their own fight against Russia. They're taking Russian products off their shelves or asking customers not to buy them. In fact, at least three states, Ohio, New Hampshire, Utah, they're requiring it. As Stephanie Maglion tells us, it's happening at a liquor store in San Jose as well, and customers <laughs> like it. Thank you. It's something most people probably aren't used to seeing. But at this San Jose liquor store, you'll find sign after sign 
telling customers do not buy. Decided to just let the customers know it's a Russian product. You have plenty of choices here. Take it off the, the shelf of then, pussy. Wine and spirits in San Jose tells us he's been closely following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He has extended family members and friends in Ukraine right now who he says are devastated over the fighting. It's okay to disagree, but it's not okay to shed blood. It's not okay to take over and kill people. That's not acceptable. So after speaking to a few customers and friends, he printed the yellow signs to let shoppers know what products come from Russia. And the feedback has been positive. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't want to support anything that's um, participating in a unilateral war and invasion. Other businesses across the nation what? have been completely oh taking God. Russian products off the shelves, including bars in Las Vegas and even Kansas. According to the U.S. government, only 1.2% of vodka is imported from Russia. But all of these businesses agree that any pressure on the Russian economy can help. It's a little step, but all these little steps together hopefully will we'll, we'll, uh, create a bigger step. A few bars in San Jose are also considering taking Russian products off their shelves. That may be happening in the coming days. In San Jose, Stephanie Magallon, NBC, Bay Area News. Jesus, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me set the premise here. Yes, please. The big issue I've been having here lately is virtue signaling. So I just wanted to reiterate how stupid some of this shit is. Where I wish I could have found it or added it into this part, but they're they ban, they're trying to ban Russian cats. Uh, you got EA Games trying to take all the Russian teams out of everything, all their different games. Like, it, it, I don't know, dude. It's yes, like the country, the government, or whatever. Like we don't even necessarily know what's going on as American citizens because we just have so much bullshit in our media. But it's like you're hurting like the local people have nothing to do with any of this by doing this kind of shit. And like what what point is it making to take a Russian team out of a video game or to you already bought the product. It's already on the shelves in the country. Like they already made their money from it. So like well, yeah. what difference does it make to not buy the fucking product? And the fact that in that video, there was also people that clearly bought it to dump it into the street. Like again, you're already you already spent the money. What what fucking point are you trying to make here? You're oh virtue God, signaling. Dude. And then of course, every single person I wanted to point out in that video is also the same fucking people that are still wearing masks. So again, another virtue signal. Well, and that one lady who like you know it's like and shop shoppers like it, and she was like, yeah, I don't want to support uh, things that are bad, and it's like she said unilateral war. I was like, did you buy any American products from in in the last twenty years when we were you know destroying brown people in the Middle East, or have you bought any Chinese products? Where they're literally putting uh, ethnic minorities into uh, concentration camps and harvesting their organs. You dumb fucking cunt. What the fuck is wrong with you? And, oh, sorry, this gets me fucking going. Uh, no, you already going, bought the fucking vodka. If you don't want people to buy it, take it off the goddamn shelf. You fucking pussy. Just take it off the shelf. Cut the losses. If you don't. You know what I would do? I would buy that. If you put a sign on it saying, do not buy this, I'm going to fucking buy it if it's on the shelf because you're a pussy and I want to drink that good, good Russian vodka because it's good. I don't even <laughs> like vodka. I would fucking hurt my my liver just for that, just to just call you a fucking pussy to your face and spend $20 on your fucking premium vodka versus, I mean, Texas vodka's okay. I, I love Texas, but you can't beat the fucking OGs at the fucking game of vodka. You dumb fucking cunt. Oh my god. Oh my god. They were they were doing that shit here in Texas. They were the governor ordered bars 
to pour out Russian vodka. And it's like, you cannot do that. They already paid for the product. And one of my favorite cocktails, it's a Moscow Mule. Oh my God. Are they going to not serve me a Moscow Mule if I pay 12 fucking dollars for it? No, they're going to do it. Okay. I will take it with whiskey, but that's different. Okay. But I'm just saying, Jesus fucking Christ, these fucking pussies, virtue signaling assholes who don't understand a thing about what's actually going on in the world. Hey, why don't you just buy a Nazi flag when, instead of buying the fucking Russian vodka that you're not allowed to buy? Go ahead and buy a Nazi flag. Hang it right next to your Ukrainian flag because that's you fucking dumb cunt. You have no idea what's going on. Okay, dude, that's my take. That's the truth of it though, dude. All these people that are doing this shit are the same ones that are flying the Ukraine flag. Like, what the fuck is that doing? Like, we're in America. Nobody's seeing it. It's not doing anything. You're literally just trying to show people how virtuous you are. And the people in Ukraine. a point that has no fucking point. The, the people in Ukraine, yeah. they're li literally Nazis. I mean, literally not. I'm pulling a Joe Biden here. They're Nazis. <laughs> okay. That, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop screaming. I'm going to let Loomis do your do your take on this. Jesus Christ, Shane. Fuck you for doing this to me. <laughs> Dude, I knew it was going to be a good one. I told you, bro. Oh, my God. Well, I'm pissed, too. I mean, <laughs> so first of all, I, I mean – so sorry to nice people in California that I know and like, but California, this was in California. Mm -hmm. You're going to get those kind of idiot virtue signaling uh, retards over there because th first of all, these people couldn't point out Ukraine on a map. And second of all, they don't understand the other atrocities going around the world. Why aren't they banning stuff from Saudi Arabia? Who's, who's, uh, uh, causing famine in Yemen. No, they're not. They're just they're just buying everything from the media. They still can't figure it out. And it's gotten to a point where I would just like to slap that lady across the face with my dick. Just, you know, <laughs> and just knock her mask off. Because it, it, I'm sick of these kind of people. Um, and I see them all the time. I'm in Hawaii. Hawaii is like a satellite of California mentality, kind of, because too many of them have come over here. And we're sick of it. We're sick of these kind of people who don't question anything. And then they try to act like they know it all. And these people have never done any research in their life. They couldn't point out Ukraine on a map. They put up the flag, stop Putin. It's blue and yellow in their yard. Yet they 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 want World War Three. Yet they were like, stop the Iraq Iraq invasion in 2003 when we uh, when America went there. They were totally against that. But oh no, we're, we 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 got to stop Russia. And what it's all about really is Russia. They're trying to uh, put sanctions on Russia because it is a world power. It's not as big as a power as the U.S. and some others. But it's the New World Order needs a complete set of governments under them and so i think i'm not saying russia's not playing ball with them because i know um uh putin was part of the young global leaders mm -hmm. with the world economic forum so we can't look past that but just to say that if they can destabilize russia's economy so they can come in with this cashless society we know their plans and what they want to do and so they're trying to get everybody against russia so they can you know and destroy their economy even more and it's just and, and it's and they're just these people are playing into their hands and they I, I can't handle it i see it all the time and um i have my patience is long gone for that yeah, dude. And and I know we were talking about virtue signaling in general, uh, but on the, on the Russian thing, too, like, uh, you know, all the report reports are that, like, the Ukrainians are kicking the Russians' ass. They're doing all this stuff. And it's like, dude, I follow some telegrams, like, from Russia and Ukraine, you know, like, that are in the language. 
And dude, the fucking Russians are just are obliterating these these Ukrainian uh, fighters. You know, obviously it's not easy because we're we're basically imagine somebody is shooting at your house, right? And you keep telling, hey, stop, stop shooting at my house. But then there's a guy next to him handing him the bullets. At what at what point do you? start going after the guy who's handing him the bullets and that's what we're doing we're the guys handing the guys the bullets you know what i mean it, it, it's it's ridiculous it is ridiculous going back to that too i've been hearing that they're sending a bunch of baby formula to the ukraine like fuck our people right? and to the like, border send it to the ukraine and to the south of the border like to the to the u.s border of mexico they're sending all the baby formula there uh, but anyway virtue signaling in general, uh, it pisses me off. It makes absolutely no sense. It's like when people, like I work, everybody I work with has their pronouns in their email signature, you know? And it's like, uh, you're a dude with a beard, you know what I mean? But there are also some dudes with beards that have she, her in them, in their, in their, and it, it's really confusing and I refuse to participate. Uh, but it's all virtue signaling. It, it's all to f get attention, to feel like you're part of it. And, like, like what Loomis said, like there are like most of these people are probably genuinely nice people who have good intentions, but they just don't fucking get it. You know what I mean? And I hate, you know, going off on them. I really do because I'm, I'm trying to be a nicer person in general. But at a certain point, it's like, OK, you're you, you are now you're del you're forcing me to participate in your delusions. And I cannot I cannot allow myself to do that. So that's just me. Um, I, I think it's ridiculous. You know, uh, if you virtue signal but there's no truth in it, then th there's no point, you know? Those are the same people that are on those ads for the vaccine that are, like, turning around, you know, all, uh, <laughs> like, those cheesy-ass commercials, and they're like, I got the vaccine in order to save my community. I wear a mask to save my community. Like, bro, you're looking so fucking far beyond the picture. Like, if you're still wearing a mask right now, dude, like, I, I feel like you can't be helped at this point. Like, I, I don't know how else you're going to wake up and realize what the fuck is happening. And again, even going back to, like, the video game thing, like, what is taking Russian characters oh and soccer teams and shit out of video games Dude, doing for any fucking buddy. I remember it was summer of 2020, like a couple weeks, a week or two after the whole George Floyd thing. You know, I'm playing fucking Call of Duty. I'm, you know, it's summertime. I'm sitting down. I'm wrecking shop, you know. And I, oh, there's, you know, I turn, on, turn it on. There's like a 20-minute a update for the game. And I'm like, fuck, there was no scheduled update. What, what is this? So I had to sit there and wait for it to update. The only thing that they update is when you get through the load screen and you go to start playing, it goes to a black screen with a big Black Lives Matter logo and then like the company's, uh, you know, opinion on the matter. And it's like, we we don't, you know, we we stand for, our, you know, this, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, really? In a game where you literally murder civilians indiscriminately, you're going to be virtue signaling <laughs> me about Black Lives Matter? Are you fucking kidding me? It drove me fucking insane dude I, I, I mean everyone did it even like I, I, shane i'm sure you sure you've seen it on canva they changed their logo to the ukrainian colors and there's a i mean dude, indeed is doing it. that all of us use one of the options to put is your header and there's only two options is like free the ukraine and black lives matter like fucking shit dude yeah, yeah and restream io i did you know i just started restreaming or doing uh live streams and at the bottom of the left corner of the page it has a heart with the blue and yellow Mm -hmm. it's all virtue it's just a check a box so they don't get fucking attacked it's i was talking mm -hmm. about this today like it's why tv shows will all of a sudden out of nowhere like shows that have been around for five six years will all of a sudden have like a gay character or like a a, a strong black female character who's also gay like for no reason to further the story it's just like oh 
Here, we checked the box. You can't attack us. We're good. I mean, that we're seeing that all over the place. You know what I mean? Comic books too is like a prime fucking example. Like, oh, I've, been a I've big heard comic about that. My dude. entire life, gay and Superman. I can't even fuck with DC and Marvel anymore because it's like they're changing the characters where like certain characters are gay now, like certain characters are trans. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, if you're gonna do that, make a new character. Don't change the classic characters. And even Star Wars, they're talking about since Disney owns it, you know, the yeah. King Virtue Signal signalers, like. They're talking about how they're going to add, like, pansexual fucking Star Wars characters. Like, what fucking reason is it? Like, there's not even a need for a relationship in Star Wars unless it furthers the story. And the only way to further the story is to make a new character. And that means that you'd have to have the whole male-female buildup. You know what I mean? Like, at this point, again, they're just throwing shit in there, thinking that they're like, oh, look how good of people we are, not realizing that they're only going for the 1% of the, of the population. And the rest of society is just fucking over it. Like... You can't even watch a commercial now with like a like a normal couple in it. Like, my, I'm trying to watch like TV with my daughter, and they play these all these commercials. Dude, are like super fucking flamboyant men, gay couples, trans people. I'm like, okay, cool. Where's the, where's the normal couple now? Like, I get that what you guys are trying to do. You're trying to show how virtuous you are with all this stupid fucking virtue signal bullshit. But like, you got to still take into consideration that the majority of the public is still heterosexual like come on now yeah I, yeah yeah america's 4.5 percent gay i looked it up once and i don't have a problem with people that are just gay and whatever i but i don't need to know what they do in the bedroom i don't tell them what i do in the bedroom and you know well who else is four point something percent of america polish so should we have a polish person in each show we watch and should we you know make sure we put them in there because we point, care dude. it's like no nobody nobody needs to see this i mean it's just like we don't need the, all these extra things in our shows so but that's a whole nother topic i know we're going off that but yeah. i did a show on that a while ago and uh it's fresh in my mind that, that's a good point another dude one, yeah we should, a, we should have a we should have a polish month on. we should have a polish month that's another right. virtue Polish signal that's been going on forever is uh like the gay pride parade stuff. Like again, it's fine. Like live your life how you choose to live your life. But like the fact that there's a bunch of like half naked men in the street and they have their kids dressed up with like gay flags and shit like that. They don't even know what the fuck sexuality is to begin with. But like if it was flipped around and there was like a heterosexual parade or there was a bunch of like fucking chicks walking around with giant blow up dicks and dudes walking around with like giant blow up vaginas like people would have a fucking issue with it. But the only reason people don't is because they're trying to show how virtuous they are by being like, oh, yeah, we're totally okay with a bunch of half-naked dudes parading down the street with their children. Well, that's a good point you mentioned that, too, because this whole identity politics thing kind of started after the Occupy Wall Street movement, you know? And so, like, it it was people realized, oh, it's a class thing. You know, it's not about who you are or whatever. And then the the infiltrators or whoever, uh, you know, put in the whole identity politics thing and then you see like two years later uh chase in their parade chase bank has a float in the gay pride pride parade you know what i mean it's like i feel like companies do it not only to check that box and so they don't get attacked but so people don't pay attention to the actual fucking bastards they are uh when it comes to business um Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I got to mention my work too. My work is also King virtue signal because it's like legal cannabis and they're just trying to like, be like, Oh, look how great we are. So it's like the first thing they started making recently was they started making like Ukraine fucking gauge t-shirts. Like why? And then they started doing these shirts to say loud, like marijuana loud, you know, like loud, whatever loud and proud or whatever the fuck. Like, and then they made like a black lives matter shirt. Like, bro, like I, I get that you're trying to be like a universal. No, they're trying to make money. 
Yeah, that's that's what it comes down to, honestly. They're like, hey, look at us. We're, we're pro-gay. Like, come buy our fucking weed, you know? Bitch, don't you want to start making some real fucking money? And I will just say... I saw in that video, too. And I think I, I think I saw on the front of that guy's store, a Black Lives Matter. He's wearing a mask, and he's talking about Russia. It's like, he's got all three programs going on. It's like, you're on last year's program, buddy. You still got a mask on. And you got all oh, the Black Lives Matters on the front. You know, it's like, you're just, a, you're just falling for all the programs. Yeah, and I will just say, by the time this comes out, uh, um, it, it's for, for you guys, it's coming out uh, tonight at midnight, but for, by the time this episode comes out, uh, I will have an episode out where I actually interviewed a trans person uh, who is extremely conservative, and it's probably my, one of my favorite episodes I've ever done because he just blew my mind with how he thinks about stuff, and uh, it, it was crazy. So uh, it kind of pertains to this this topic, so check it out if you haven't already. Um, but guys, uh, great fucking show. Uh, anything else? Y'all want to uh, say goodbyes and uh, continue? We can do the rounds, and, you know, starting with Loomis, uh, let everybody know where they can come find us. Yes, come uh, check out Chen It Down podcast, Chen It Down Radio. Been around since 2013. Don't be afraid to dig in the archives. Uh, don't do current event shows. So what is in there matters now. Uh, check out Truth Filled Trajectory, my YouTube channel. Telegram channel has like five subscribers at the moment, but I did start it last week. So uh, that is um, Chen It Down chat. And so, um, yeah, that's ways you can get a hold of me. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid to check out all of our podcasts and subscribe to them do five-star reviews help us out because um you know it's we're, we're a one-man shows here hey i and just that's how we come together on this kind of stuff of you course. know how sick we'd love to have loomis come back for future episodes because I, I i love having him involved in oh, this he's, show yeah he's fun oh. dude i you you now have six subscribers on your telegram sir um, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, thank you, Loomis. That was great. And yeah, well, I, I want to get you solo one on one on on my show sometime uh, as Anytime. well to kind of go deep on some of these uh, other topics that you, you're you're so knowledgeable on. Uh, but thanks for coming on, man. And uh, uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I, I I guess I'll plug mine since I'm talking. Um, Big dumb podcast on all platforms. Uh, hopefully, you're listening to this on mine or Shane's feed. And, uh, yeah, so all the links to everything are in the description below and follow me on Instagram. So cool. Shane, do we need to make a page for, for just this show, like an Instagram page? Maybe? I'm kind of feeling like it might be getting to that point because I keep getting a lot of different people that message me and say that they love this show. So well, it good. Might be starting to get to that point. No one's messaging I'm me. I've been so. wondering if we should make it its own feed after a certain point too. Maybe, yeah, yeah I'd be do done. I, no, one, no one messages me, so <laughs> you, 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 you be the judge of that. But anyway, thanks for uh, feel free to message me, guys. You can message me. I love it. And then uh, Shane, please. And of course, I always want to drop it in if anybody has any questions that they want talked about to all yes, the listeners that yes. dropping some good information. Like, all you got to do is shoot us a message, dude. I'm one of those people that will reply to anybody that sends it to me. So if you're scared that I might not read it or reply, like I will. And I will gladly involve your question into the show. Unless it's you're a hot point. chick because we don't trust you. <laughs> yeah, because hot chicks are for listening to us. <laughs> but uh, I guess I'll do my little plugs here. Um, I also have a telegram group that I recently started. Um, it's called inquiries of our reality chat. Uh, I started up a new merch store, which has big dumb inquiries merch. It has inquiries of our reality merch. Um, I usually contact people through Instagram. So if anybody wants to come and follow the Instagram, I always appreciate it. Um, and you can find all of those links. I just try to make it easy. So I use Linktree, merch, telegram group, Instagram, email, 
and anything you need. His link tree, link tree is blue and yellow. It's got the whole head. He said that he was bitching about it, but really he he has the header. So uh, he's wearing a mask that's blue and yellow. Yeah, he's been wearing a mask this whole time and a Black Lives Matter T-shirt that was rainbow that was rainbow colored too so shane is the biggest hypocrite and virtue signaler of all so um everybody i'm just kidding love you dude how will i ever know how good i am unless i do these things i have to do them that's what society tells me i have to do do good do good well uh gentlemen thank you anybody didn't get it it's a l-i-n-k-t-r period e-e slash Inquiries of our reality podcast. Had to drop that one in there real quick. Oh, you're good. Well, uh, gentlemen, thank you for uh, doing the show. It's always a pleasure, always fun. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys uh, next time on Inquiries of Reality. Listeners, thank you so much. And everyone, have a great fucking night. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Good. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb. Big Dumb Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound all with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.